What's going on, Visionaries? You are joining us episode 10. We're on the home stretch. I'm joined by my brother, my good friend, the one and only Caleb Shaw McCampbell. <laughs> Bro, welcome to the pod, man. Yes, sir. Say hi to the people. What's up, y'all? I'm glad to be here, man. Yeah. This is exciting. We're honored to have you, dude. Episode 10. We've been going for a little bit, but uh, I feel like we're, we're catching our peak. We're catching our flow. Uh, bro, first question of the pod. Okay. Visionaries already know the routine. Yeah. Caleb meets a stranger. Caleb, what do you do? How do you explain that? Okay. Do I, do I need to fit it in a time frame? Uh, like, okay, the context like, is like, Example, if you were getting an Uber, it's like a stranger that you're not going to talk to for like a long time. Okay. You're just, you're just throwing it out there. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Got you. Um, I would say, that's a good question. <laughs> I would say I am, um, what I do is I help people to, through the, I help people to become better mm -hmm. and to grow and to like become free from uh, they're from, you know, things that they struggle with mentally or emotionally or yeah. even, you know, like uh, just things that they're they're challenged with, like overcoming fears, overcoming challenges. And I do that through teaching, yeah. music. What'd you say? <laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> Nerd alert. Let's go. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do it through teaching, music. through music, mm -hmm. um, and through, uh, golly, I had another... Sorry, I killed your I had another five, in my no 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 it's, you had I had it in my head. I would say through teaching, through preaching, oh, and through music. And and ultimately the goal is to help people and to to point them to Jesus. Yeah, I that's, love that. That's what it that's what it's so, all about. Yeah. So that's that's a completely different answer than I would have thought. Because if I was you, I would have just thrown down, I play keys. I kill it with I mean, you're one of the most talented musicians I've ever met in my entire life. So um, it's crazy that you're going that direction, but just I mean that's that's honest though. Uh, preaching, teaching, musician. Um, so, bro, back back story. I met you, twenty twenty one, I believe so, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you were when I met you, you had just moved here from Dallas. Yeah. Now working at Transformation Church, but can you give us some backstory what you were doing in Dallas and kind of lead to what you're doing now in Tulsa? Got you. So. Prior to moving to Tulsa, I was fully entrepreneurial, musician, music producer, uh, writer, composer, and yeah. like, you know, just like traveling artists, all of that. That's what I was fully in, fully yeah. immersed in the music world. Like, that's kind of where I come from, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, any, anywhere between, like I said, tour. I was traveling, touring, I'm playing with different artists. In fact, um, uh, I think that year before, well, 2019, yeah. I was just doing a tour, I was out with PJ Morton. Right? So it's like, it's just Casually. Like, like I mean, yeah. you know, casually. <laughs> I, I saw you, uh, when was it? Uh, recently for the, like a Greenwood Festival? You played oh, with yes. them last year? Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a year ago. Yeah. I think it was, it was for the Centennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. But okay, so back 2019, you're mm -hmm. touring with PJ Morton. 2019, touring, P, touring with PJ Morton, um, doing, you know, writing, producing music, you know. Working with different yeah. artists. You're doing playing. gigs on under your own name too, right? I was doing some gigs under my own name. To be honest with you, I hadn't really done a whole lot outside of Dallas, like under my name. Mm -hmm. Like, and really still, to be honest with you, haven't. That's yeah. you know, that's changing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, yeah, I mean I but I was doing stuff under my name and then I would play with different artists. Yeah. Know? So uh how'd you go from doing that full time to now working as like a full time music director and musician, okay. like here in Tulsa? Okay, so yeah. that 
So the that can be a lengthy story. Yeah. But uh, let's just unpack it on the pod, bro. Let's so see. okay, so so check this out. So um long story short, so 2017 was probably like one of the worst years of my life. Yeah. Literally. Like I if I had to like pick one. Yeah, if I had to pick one year that I was like just yeah. like I will never forget how terrible that year was. It would be 2017. Mm-hmm. I just was I I slowly was dealing with very very severe depression. Uh, anxiety. I mean, like it was really, really bad. Like tormenting thoughts. It was, yeah. it was very intense. Yeah. By the end of that year, um, I mean, I literally was like, I was about to go get a prescription filled for like, you know, anxiety and, and depression meds. Um, and for some people, just I'll just say this as a side note. For some people, that is, that's like, that's their, uh, that's their manna. You know, yeah. like that's the, that's, that's kind of like their, that's what helps to get you where you need to to go so that as God works on you, right? For me, I just chose to not do that. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage people, don't ever, don't feel like, well, man, that's what I did. So, you know, like, like there's nothing wrong with taking medication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know that. That's what I was going to ask. So yeah, there's absolutely clarify. nothing wrong with it. I, I'm such a super holistic weirdo. So like, I'm, so like, I just duped it out and suffered. That just wasn't an option for you. you know? <laughs> it just wasn't an option for me, right? Yeah. But anyways, um, that's how bad it was. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm tripping, like I need some help. And so yeah, obviously, about it, yeah. yeah, I mean, and I had, I had Jesus, still have Jesus, right? He doesn't leave us. Yeah, I understood a lot of things about, you know, my faith and all of those things that I had, I've been challenged in several different ways in my life and my faith. But at this particular point, I had never dealt with mental health challenges on this level, never. Yeah. I, I've had moments of being depressed. I've had moments of feeling anxious. Of course, mm-hmm. we all do. But clinical depression, clinical anxiety, what would be deemed that, like? You know, you know. That's intense, man. Yeah. So at the end of that year, I ended up connecting with uh, Pastor Mike. Yeah. 20s, um, late 2017. Yeah, late yeah. 2017. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine told me about him. Mm-hmm. And so um, I hit him up on Instagram. <laughs> Slid in the DMs. <laughs> Slid in the DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, February or January, top of the year yeah. of 2018. I hit him up. He ended up responding a few weeks later. And, like, that was how I connected with him. And yeah. then... Fast forward to 2019, we met in person, mm-hmm. and then um, I ended up coming to the conference. He brought me out. They brought me out to to version play one. version one yeah. to be a part of the worship uh, experience. Yeah. And then at, after that point, I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to be in Tulsa. Like yeah. I was like something like I felt like God, like why are you teasing me? This was such an incredible experience. Like I feel like I'm supposed to be here, but I knew it wasn't yeah. time yet because I I was in the middle of serving. Um, at the church that I was at prior to that, yeah. uh, and I knew that I knew that my assignment wasn't up yet, and I was like, yeah. God, I, responsible stewardship, stewardship, bro, yeah. like it's so yeah. important. And so, um, so I was obedient, and then fast forward to 2020, yeah. came back again um, for the grand opening of yes. the current now new the, the yeah. arena building, right? Yeah, Our yeah. actual building where we have services, and that was the grand opening, and then I. Uh, and then the pandemic hit. Yeah. Bro, right after that. Bro, you know what's so crazy? So that's your side of the story. Mm-hmm. My side is that I had just moved to Tulsa as well to in 2020. And uh-huh. I, I, n- I had no idea who the Caleb Sean was. So uh, I know. No, the. No. <laughs> like, uh, so I pull up and uh, I, I'm there at the, the grand opening weekend. The one that you're playing at, um, so it's crazy to me, bro. Cause I I just came like a kid bag bag full of dreams, yeah. And you, I mean, also in a similar vein, I didn't know your story. I just knew that I heard you on the on the vocoder. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. the, not yeah. the talk box. Not the talk box. Not the auto tune. 
yeah, I uh, immediately got saved all over again at that moment. When he, <laughs> no, wow. I'm just kidding. No, hey, God, no, 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 no. It, I was exaggerating. New doctrine, bro. FX, bro. I'll get baptized right after service. The third birth. Third um, birth. Yes. <laughs> so it's crazy to me now, fast forward to 2023 now, that you and I are friends, man. And uh, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get to that journey. We're still at the 2020 part because yeah. our where our path crosses 2021. It's 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's when that's when yeah. what that's when you and I, I guess, became friends. I think we've met briefly in 2020. I think so because yeah. I started I started after the grand opening mm-hmm. thing, pandemic hit, and then I, and then that summer I came back. Not summer. I came back for Easter. Yeah. And then I started working at TC in Jan, in June of 2020. Yeah. And then that was. Yeah. Literally, I started working as a music director, and then I love we, that, met, we, we met at the end of that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bro, one thing that I, I do feel, and one point I really, really want to hit, uh, and part of the main point why I brought you on, mm-hmm. is that you inspire me, man, like big time, musically, but also as... <laughs> starts, starts crying. One tear, bro. One tear. Uh, but I think one thing that you can speak to big time mm-hmm. is that you have this balance of, like, you're... Uh, Full-time musician, you know, uh, full-time minister, yeah. but also uh, you have this awesome uh, balance of like, I, I see you set boundaries to your time and to your energy, which is hard to do in ministry. Like it's like, I mean, it's fast paced, it's big time, but bro, you're still, you're still there with India. You're still there with your daughter and your newly born son. Congrats, yes, sir, bro. Yes, he's he's a stud, go. man. But uh, like you have that balance. Uh, I, you're not perfect, right? But um, so far, yeah, kind of, kind of let us in, man. Because like, um, I, I don't I, at this point, I don't know what kind of who's listening out there. But there, there's there definitely is some ministry creatives in here. Mm-hmm. Um, there also is some entrepreneur entrepreneurial creatives. I always struggle with that word. Yeah. But like, just talk to us about like what's going on in the head of Caleb John of like drawing the line of like, hey, only these people have access to me. Mm-hmm. Only these people have access to my time. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, just kind of listen on how your brain works, at least when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, that's a that's an incredible question, and that's an, that's a great topic. And I will say I've not always had it together, and I in in my mind I still don't have it together. <laughs> like so, that's really incredible that you see that. So I'm yeah. like, thank you, Lord, for I mean, for you know helping you him. Make yeah, it, bro. <laughs> until the scales are removed and you see that I really don't have it together. <laughs> bro, I I worked closely with you for like a year, dog. Yes, I've seen you grow. I've seen you grow. You're this doing better true. now. You're doing better. Now. I'm I'm doing better. But yeah. I mean, I'll say this. So, I mean, number one, boundaries are so important in life mm-hmm. because if you don't create bound the boundaries, you create boundaries for yourself and for the people who that you're doing life with or interacting with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and people don't know that they need boundaries, but you have if you're not aware that you ha- that. If you're not aware of how necessary it is to have boundaries, then when they get crossed, there you'll just you'll just get jacked up in life. Like yeah. you'll just get taken advantage of. You'll just you'll find yourself at the blunt end of all of the things that you don't desire because you just weren't willing to say no. Yeah. Like and and I'm the perfect person to talk about that because I struggle with people pleasing yeah. forever. So learning to have a balance was something to be perfectly honest with you. Shout out to wifey, India. Like, she really helped me out with that because she, like, I love you, babe. She seriously, she really, um, she's helped me out so much with that because she's, I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the 
what you would call the typical creative. I'm just a fly goes by and I stop what I'm doing and I'm like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's me. I'm, I'm really that way. And yeah. I had not developed that administrative, yeah. you know, muscle. I won't say it's not it's not there. It mm-hmm. just wasn't developed in me. And so yeah. spending time between being, you know, working as, as the music director at a church like Transformation Church, where there's such a high there's demand a from on. a pastor who's a musician and a music producer. So it's like it's such a high level, a high standard. And it's, it's a great demand. And then being a husband and a father, it's something where it requires intentionality. So it's, it's forced me into a place where it got, what happened was, it's funny. So in 2020, I got, I was engaged. We, we were engaged already, right? Yeah. The, year, the year before, a couple of years before. Um, and then it was like, God set that up for me. It was like, I moved to Tulsa. I had three months to get it together here by myself in Tulsa. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Then got married, my wife and, and daughter moved here, all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it was like, but I had the opportunity to, st- it was, there's this path yeah. that of growth. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think what I would say is to people who are trying to f- figure out how to get a balance or to how to have a balance is, I mean, you do the practical things. You, you go buy a planner. Like mm-hmm. everybody's mind is different. For me, I still, like I will buy a planner every year yeah. and I use about 20% of that thing. <laughs> But, but the intention was there. The but the intention was there. And, like, yeah. I've gotten better every year. But there's something about writing down. Like, there's something about hand to pencil, pen to paper mm-hmm. that for Caleb, it just works different. Call yeah. me old school. And, Mil- and I'm not the best at it. Are you millennial? I am millennial, bro. That, yeah. so we're the greatest, Pencil, paper. We're the greatest, bro. We're the technology gurus because we, we we were tested on it and we created it so what's up okay what y'all got a <laughs> uh, slight plug to the millennials <laughs> but seriously for me what i would say is is do, like doing the practical things so mm-hmm. um have accountability yeah have people who you reach out to who like you know you you a lot of people some people think that accountability is a crutch yeah but it's not a crutch it's it's necessary you need community you need yeah. people like you need people that you can talk to that that will say hey bro and, and, and that's hard to find. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to and about, like, hey, and they've been like, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a stay on you about, about your music, bro. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. stay on you. Like, you said my, you're going to drop this. You said you're going to drop it. Like, and then it's like, bro, and then, like, they hit me, like, one week, and I never hear from them again about yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when it comes to that balance, bro, it, again, like I said, my wife helped me out tremendously and that. still helps me out. Um, and it's just being honest and being self-aware. Yeah. I think a lot of people are not self-aware. Like, I know about Caleb that when I, when I get into the zone with music, oh, I can focus all day. I can. Yeah. That's where organization and that's where that happens in my sense, life. But, yeah. but outside of that, it's like, bro, I, it, it literally, it gives me anxiety. Like, to, on, not on the heavy level, yeah. but on the low, low level to, like, Micro-dose. have to sit yeah. down and, like, type in invoices for our contractors. And, did like, that. like mm-hmm. it's like... It, or whatever the case may be, like mm-hmm. filling out paperwork, signing a whatever. Yeah. I, I guess like, man, it just drains me. Yeah, so man. I know that about myself. And so I create, again, boundaries. And I have people around me that's like, hey, you do this. I'm like, thank you for this. Like, you know, you have people that help you you know, in the process yeah. of it. Reading so, books on it, all of that. Recap, uh, find a good wife. And <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and then uh, she organizes your life. Um, makes you makes you aware of it. That's basically what I said. Yeah, uh, bro. Uh, another thing too that uh, 
So there, there was a season where I feel like I was very um, insecure about my musical ability. Mm. And uh, I, I guess I had never been in the environment with so much excellence around me mm. where it was pulling on me. But you helped kind of rewire my perspective on that because I think on, on some level I felt like, okay, if I can't catch up to them, I can't. I'm not good at this. But mm. you rewired that and uh, gave me the perspective of like, hey, bro, only you can bring what only you can bring. And only you have the background that you do. And only you do, like, only you have that same exact timbre of your voice. So you oh, play yeah. that chord a certain way. Yeah. So if you could speak some life into some musicians, I know some people have maybe given up on the dream, man. Like, even just mm. given up being involved in church or given up, uh, like, pursuing the dream. Like, you're, you're one of the... Like you're, I think everyone, everyone's perspective, like Caleb's a uh, super dope musician, probably never struggles with this. But like, yeah, give us some perspective and humanity on, on, on your journey. Um, like, uh, like maybe feeling how I was where I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm good at this. And may, maybe not in the musical sense, but like, I think as people, we can all relate to rejection or to like feeling insecure at some capacity so oh, man yeah speak some life into us bro yeah absolutely you, you helped me man. a thousand percent during that time of my life yeah. well i'm i'm super glad that i was able to help you yeah. like, to god be the glory for real yeah, i didn't yeah, be yeah. in churchy like for real i'm so yeah, yeah. glad that i was able to help you um i i think so one yeah absolutely i definitely like anybody else have dealt with rejection have dealt with feeling inadequate even yeah. within the, the even within what I know to be one of my strengths, like yeah. I was, you know, at a young age, I excelled in music. Like I was honed in. Every, I came from a musical family. Yeah, everybody in my family plays music, so I had a great advantage. Like yeah. I was surrounded by that. Growing up in Dallas, I grew up around all these incredible musicians, right? Yeah. So the community was there. So I had that, right? Yeah. But still, um, I think also the way that our the way that we're raised and all those things affect things too so like for me like i i wasn't the most i wasn't affirmed as much like by my father you know what yeah. i'm saying he taught me incredible things and i love my dad but like he just didn't really affirm me and and yeah. he didn't really going hard trying just, to get at that yeah know? so I, yeah. I was always and there was kind of always this kind of unrealistic standard of like perfection mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so then so i took it and i was like yo i gotta be perfect in everything mm -hmm. and it was like no but you actually are so far away from that and yeah. so that that was where the Kind of the rejection thing for me, it was like if I, if 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 everybody didn't love me and if everybody didn't like me, yeah. then it was like man, I I'm just if I messed up, if I played a wrong note, then I'm like man, they're not gonna like me. And I, so it was like I gotta be killing, I gotta be the greatest, I gotta be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that was even though I loved music, that was what motivated some of the like I gotta be the best type of thing. Yeah. But so. So when I got in situations and and when what happened to me and what still often like I have to always check is the comparison thing, yeah. right? We all do it, and so that's, that's where for me, tough, yeah, that's yeah, that's the space where I've I you know, um, I mean you hear you hear, you hear something like uh, I'm just using this as an example, right? So um, Jonathan McReynolds, right? So like I my voice, I'm not a hard, loud, hard. Yeah. Grimy singer. Like I'm just I have a very smooth kind of voice. That's how it is. I can belt if I need Usher -esque. to. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, hey, I'll take that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's my vibe. I'm just yeah. not a loud belting type of singer. You know, I know how to use my voice, yeah. but I'm using Jonathan McReynolds as an example. So like you might kind of compare my 
my style or the smoothness of my voice. Like, we don't sound alike vocally, but like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That might be somebody who you, people might tend to like lump me in. They draw the bar and then you're like, where's Caleb, you know? Right. So then I do that. Like, I can remember, um, actually, I I talked to him about this one time. And I can remember like a comment somebody made on one of my posts and they were like, I was playing guitar and singing. They were like, they were like, Jonathan McReynolds will be proud. Oh. (laughs) And I was like, Okay, in my brain. Why? Like, it's like okay. I mean, thanks for telling me that. I love John, but like, I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to please him. I'm trying to please God. So like, I, I'm. That's cool if he likes it. But like, then those things you don't forget those things. Yeah. So then it messes with you. It's like, man, is that what everybody thinks? They think I'm just like I'm just like this person 2.0 or or like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, And and I know better. Yeah. Because I know what God has given me, and I'm confident in it. Like I'm very confident in. Yeah. And what I can do musically and what yeah. God has given me and the gifting and the anointing of my life. But I, so what I have to do is yeah. like, and this may sound cliche, but like literally you have to go back to God's word and you have to remind yourself of what God says about you. A lot of people don't know what God says about them. Yeah. They don't know what does God act like. Go back to the manual. Like, yeah. like go back to the, the answers the, are right here. It's right guy. there. Yeah. It's right there. Who like yeah. go to the creator and say, you're the one that created me. What do you say about me? He says nothing bad about us. Yeah. He he never says, he'll never say, Jonathan, be proud of you. <laughs> I love you, John. If you ever hear this, that's my dude. Yeah, He's yeah. a great guy. But like, you know, like, or whoever. Yeah. At the end of the day, he didn't give you the gift, though. God, God did. God know? gave so me like, the gift. That's who you owe it to. Yeah. Yeah, man. You that's know what I'm saying? Bro. Um, man, we're going to take a super, it's halfway point okay. of the pod. Yeah. little fun segment. Yeah. Quick shout out to our sponsors. We have one from Texas today, actually, at Eden Productions with two S's on Instagram. Uh, they're out of McAllen, Texas, so they like do hey. like church production and stuff. So shout out to them. Thank yeah. you for sponsoring today's episode. But, bro, we're going to do a – I've been like kind of bouncing back and forth segments. I do Cash App Challenge. Sometimes I do it in social media deep dive. Okay. Uh, with you, we're doing social media deep dive. Okay. So what I did was I found an old picture – on your Instagram. Uh-oh. I'm going to I'm gonna show it to you right now on my phone. Uh-oh. Nate's going to put it up on post. And then you give us <laughs> the deeper story. Oh, no. Of what was going on. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's Man. an old pick. That's an old pick. And uh, yeah. well, it's not that old. It's a few years. Um. Wow. So, okay. So. Yeah, Nate's going to put it up in post so people can see what we're talking about right now. Got you. Okay, yeah. so. Tori Kelly, 20, yeah. <laughs> that was 20, I believe 2018. Hold on, I think I can tell on the, no, I, 2018, it's 2018, October 2018. October 2018. Okay, so 2018, I got a phone call from Kirk Franklin, right? His, his, it's his, a casual. His, no, no, I mean, like, he didn't call me directly. I mean, I know it's Kirk because I'm from Dallas, so, like, yeah, yeah. I've known him for some years, like, you know, because, You've been around the because, music scene. Around yeah, because I've been around the music scene. We know all the same people. Like I know all his musicians. They're all my friends. So yeah, it was kind of yeah. inevitable that you know yeah. that I, we would end up crossing paths. So anyways, I had been familiar with him for several years, but he decided he wanted to start using some of the younger talent and like mm-hmm. reaching out to people. So you know, um, um, his assistant reached out to me, and then you know, we're working on the Tori Kelly project. Yeah, this is the. It, I, I don't know the name of the album. It's like the black and white one. It's like hiding, the, hiding place. Yes. Yeah. That one's her, the gospel album she put out. So, so they reach out to you to work on it. To work on it. Okay. Yes. You had no, so I, I, I don't know the story of how I knew you were involved with it. I didn't mm-hmm. know how much and how. So got you. Yes. So I, I guess Kirk Franklin's people called you. 
Yes. Okay. And yeah. Then, and so yeah. yeah. And so I mean, I, so I mean, I was yeah very involved like with a lot of the um, kind of structuring of, of a lot of the um, like chord patterns and things like that for a lot of the songs. Mm-hmm. And then I, like I played keys and like some synths and stuff. I did a lot of like That's you know kind of arranging role. stuff in a lot of the songs. Um, and so um, yeah. So what ended up happening was that's funny. That picture. What that makes me think of is like. I was holding on to everything that I could. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not losing my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not losing my mind. I have the mind of Christ every day. That was what I was telling myself. Like you were struggling emotionally in that picture. Oh man. Bro, that's crazy. More than you would ever know. And that was God saying, like, Caleb, here's a here's here's a drop of my hand while you're out there in in the wilderness. While you're, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm I haven't abandoned you. Like, mm-hmm. like your gift still makes room for you. I'm still here with you. Yeah. And I felt like God was like, that was a moment, that was a moment for me that He was like, I'm I'm with you and I got you yeah. and like, hey, like, see, I'm still working this out. And I was like, man, that's yeah. dope. I got to meet Tori Kelly. You know what I'm saying? And I got to work on her project. Like yeah. that's super. And that's and that project is is high and yeah. winning two Grammys. Yeah, uh, from that project, Grammy nomination or I'm leaving, bro. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I and I said that, yeah. not, not those words, but I literally I told her and Kirk, I was like, yo. This like I was like this like these songs I was like this project is going to Grammy like like yeah. the first couple of things that she so, put I was like this is crazy that was a super impactful like project because Tori up to that point had only had like secular music out there maybe yes. like, she, but I mean she was killing it she she was like a faith based artist like off off her music like mm-hmm. off her project but this was like the first intentional like Christ centered kind of project right yes yeah, bro it smacked it goes it went hard so. Um, so that, that's crazy. I didn't. I mean, you got the biggest smile there. I couldn't have told that you were going through emotional trials at oh, that point. Going through bad, bro. I was yeah. trying to do everything I could to keep myself, like physically. I had lost weight. I was the yeah. lowest weight I'd ever been. Yeah. Like ever. Yeah, I man. still haven't gotten back to like where I want to be. <laughs> but I'm like I'm back to pretty average now. But like, bro, what's up with the? Give us the story of the coconut water. I text this man before <laughs> the podcast, and I ask every guest, "Hey, do you want anything to drink?" You're the first one who ever asked me for coconut water. Coconut what's, water. what's the deal? I, man, I'll be honest with you. I don't even drink coconut water every day yeah. or even super often. But I, I'm i a very health yeah. conscious person, if you would. Like, yeah. I, I view eating food as much as I can as, like, fueling my body. Not just, yeah. like, it tastes good. And I want some, don't get me wrong, I want something to taste good. I don't yeah. just I don't just sit here and eat spinach. Plug. And that's it. Like Kyle you know, what I'm they should sponsor this episode, bro. <laughs> but hey, hey. right? Hey, you know, you never know. We that's our spot. You know, Vita oh, Coco. But, okay, <laughs> uh, signature Caleb Sean flavor. <laughs> that's that's right. Hey, yo, a little chocolate in there. Yeah. <laughs> the chocolate coconut water. So I, you're like a health focused person. Here. Yeah, and yeah. that's and so that's and it wasn't like, hey, I'm trying to be on the podcast with coconut water. Let you all know I'm healthy. No, I just literally, was. I was like, man. What can I? Because I don't think when I think gas yeah. station quick run, mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, uh, it's either water or like, I don't drink soda like that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, that's oh, good, you usually little, have coconut water. Yeah, it's hydrating. It's more hydrating. Fun fact: it's more uh, hydrating than regular water. The bonus health tip from the Caleb John. That's right. Coconut water. So if you're listening to this episode, get a coconut water at your local quick trip, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, I, so back half of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of want to dive into, I, I guess we've unpacked how you got to where you were mm-hmm. overcoming some emotional battles. So now that you're working, um, at the church full time, mm-hmm. um, I know that you have some creative endeavors for yourself though, mm-hmm. like outside of the organization. So kind of, uh, I mean, 
give us some insight on where you feel that going? Man, my whole life, I've done stuff for everybody else. Yeah. I've put out music for everybody else. I've helped other people with their visions. And so I've, and I've, oh, and I've felt like, and this may encourage some people, I've felt like I've been behind. Like, I felt like, man, I should have put out, man, should've I, I should have been, been I should, yeah, I should have put this out, put out some music when I was 23, 24, 25, you know what I'm saying? And like, mm-hmm. now I'm just getting older. I'm in my 30s and I feel like I should have, you know, but guys like, no, actually right now, I'm like, go. Yeah. Bro, so, um, Kind of, kind of talk to us about the balance of like. I mean, you got your new baby son, and uh, now you're leading a team, and now you're doing like, how how are you doing it, man? Man, I'm doing it by the grace of God. I'm telling you, bro. Like, so uh, the grace of God, intentionality, mm-hmm. and like prayer, staying in God's face for real, and listening. Like right now, um, so like yeah, I mean, I, I for me when it comes to like endeavors. I, like I said, I've always done stuff for everybody else, and like now's the time. I feel more than ever. Like feel grace. Like, like this is the time to like be intentional about working on this stuff. Yes, me. absolutely. I feel yeah. like yeah, now's the time for sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've always I've always wanted to put out more music, and as an artist, there's something about putting out your own music that feels so it's liberating, scary, and it's like it is scary, but it's like but once you do it, it's like <sighs> I finally yeah. did it. You know what I'm saying? And not not just I'm featured on somebody's song, and, I, and that's cool too. Like that's really dope to be like I'm mm. I'm grateful that I've been able to feature on a few artist songs. Like that's cool, but like yeah. putting out your own music is some people. It puts you in a different category because now people are like, oh, this is your sound. Mm. Oh, this is like this is you know what I'm saying? And and they they view you as an artist in a different way. Yeah. You know, regardless uh, of what people have to say, I've yeah. been an artist, but like. <laughs> It's different. It hits different. Yeah, man. Uh, so I, I mean, I'm trying to work on some music right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at, at least something that uh, I think every creative can relate with is like, even with this podcast, like I was a little bit nervous on the on the aspect of like, I think this is super dope. But there's like, yeah. you may not think this is super dope. And thankfully, uh, I have gotten like a super good response, and mm-hmm. and God has just graced me for like to have some awesome guests and um, just have it go off the way that it has, you know. But, uh, bro, like, I think at the end of the day, it just took me being, like, kind of going back to what you said. Like, I had to remember who God said that I was, you know. So, I think there's a scripture that really empowered me that it was, like, uh, like those who, like, read God's word and, and don't live it out. It's like they look into a mirror and they turn away and forgot what they look like. Yes. So, I, I, I wish I could quote the exact one. That was just, like, one of those I have in the archives. But, bro, that was super empowering. I think so. Okay. Might be Bishop Caleb over here. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, thank you for the assist, but I think, I think, I think so. I don't know. I'll find it later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, that was one of the most empowering things for me because at that point, I was just like unashamed of my artistry, and we were created by the creator to create. So we are here, man. I believe in you, and I, I'm grateful that you've believed in me and invested in me and even given me, given it, given us visionaries part of your time today, bro. Man, bro, I'm yeah. I'm super glad, bro. I'm, I'm yeah. like I said, I'm I'm excited for you. Yeah. This, this is really dope what you're doing, like, and yeah. more than more than you know. Like, this is impacting people. It's changing lives. And it's yeah. going to continue to. And this is going to grow. And I prophesy <laughs> in the name of Jesus <laughs> that seriously, like, that this is going to just yeah. go viral. Like, this like this is going to go viral. And it's yeah. not even, and it's not about it going viral. Yeah. But, like, that's what God wants to do with this. Like, yeah. he wants to take it to another level so that people's lives can be impacted. People can be changed. People, creatives around the world can be like, yo, like, I'm I'm yeah. not alone. Yeah, man. You know? That, I And, like, Transparently, y'all, this is like, uh, it's not, like, I didn't do the podcast for the sake of, like, what's cool. I genuinely just had a burden for for sharing people's stories because um, I really feel like God has blessed me with some dope connections. Like, yeah. 
Like, uh, it's not an everyday thing that someone can just call up uh, Grammy win and Caleb Sean. I mean, I, you're humble about it, but like on paper, people be like, that's, uh, and I just think God has genuinely blessed me with these connections and uh, it, hearing y'all's story, like a lot of these conversations, I've had these conversations like off, off air, yeah. off the microphone. And it's grown my faith. So I guess I'm just using my own time and resources and relationships to inspire the people out there. So that's bro, that's what it's all we about. Here, man. We out here doing it, man. Yes, sir. So uh, bro, bro, closing comments. If you want to speak life into uh maybe a musician that's struggling emotion right now, a church creative, a new father, any one of those avenues, if you have like a bar that you want to drop before we close, let us have it. I do, man. Yeah. Um if you have a prayer language right now, just begin. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so seriously, uh, man, I, I would say several things, but I'll try to try to be brief. Um, if you're, if you're, first of all, I'll say this about fatherhood. Fatherhood is so important. So if you're a father, um, embrace your fatherhood. Don't run from the reality that you've been called to be a father. Love your children. Love them well. And if you don't know how, if you weren't taught how to do that. God can help you to do that yeah. because he is the ultimate father. And so we, I like the things that maybe my dad didn't get right. God has taught me the, the ways to correct those things in my life. Yeah. He's taught me how to be better. The things that I may not get right, which is nothing. Cause I'm not going to get anything wrong ever. Cause my perfect father. No, I'm just kidding. See how the enemy works. Hey, hey, seriously. Pride. Real pride quick, right. Real, real quick. quick. No, seriously though. Yeah. I, hey, listen, I'm an incredible father, but I'm just yeah. going to, I'm going to make mistakes. I already have, yeah. you know? Okay. And so my thing is, is that, yeah, for, for my fathers out there, continue to like affirm your affirm your your sons, affirm your daughters. Like, if you don't do anything else, affirm them. Tell you like, don't be afraid to tell your daughter you're beautiful. The first time she hears that should not be from okay. this little punk kid yeah. when yeah. she's you know 13 years old and like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, it's so important. Um, and then to the creatives out there, I would say, um, continue to uh, em embrace who you are. Right. And allow all of that to be filtered through what God says in his word and what he says about you. Because a lot of a lot of things we say, I'm this or I'm that. And it doesn't line up with what God's word says or what he says about us. Yeah. And so we allow culture to kind of like to kind of get in our way as yeah. instead of like kingdom affecting the culture. The other opposite happens. That's and right. so, you know, that would be my that would be my challenge for for all creatives is like, you know, be be bold, be confident, and like be you. At the end of the day, that's that's who we need. We need you. We don't need a carbon copy of somebody else. The Caleb Sean episode ten, Vision Room Social, y'all. Thanks for joining. We will catch y'all next week.